Don't go breaking my heart. Oh, honey, if I get restless. podcast on the BBC Asian Network sponsored by Cheese <laughs> Barry's podcast episode 2 just a man and his orangutan right PG tips called they want us to do another advert. Monkey! Do you remember that? Mon- Monkey! Johnny Vegas! No? Right. Uh, I'll throw some characters at you. See, see if you like them. Nick Name. Soviet Steve. Percy. The person. Let me tell you, let me tell you about Percy. Let me tell you about Percy. They were really hard in their A-levels, right? You've got, you got two B's and a C. My parents happily married. They like pop music and, and, crucially, indie rock music from the mid-2000s. No? Got their own super cool podcast where they talk about like up-to-date politics and stuff, but in, a, in an, off, an off-kilter sort of kooky way. You know, it's funny, it's funny. But it's also got a message. No? They're big on Facebook, you know, they change their profile picture whenever there's a natural disaster. No, right. Uh, I've got scared northern man. Just sort of he does physical comedy, just from the north. No, sort of half baked that one though. Dino the gyno. Feel the same, Reese. Feel the same. The Lurin Kelly Show, the Lurin Kelly Show, the Lurin Kelly Show. Wouldn't you like to know if your sofa's gonna kill ye? Hello, it's me, Lurin Kelly, and this is the Lurin Kelly Show. I know they gave me my own show. <laughs> Some people say I'm like the Scottish opera. I don't say it myself, mind. But you know, people come up to me in the street and say it all the time. They do. They say it all the time. They say it. They say it all the time. Anyway, this is my wee show. It's like Good Morning Britain, but it's a wee bit nicer. On today's show, is your postman trying to kill you? Maurice the Orangutan David Dickinson to talk about his new book and he's been a sensation throughout the nation the guitarist Shredlocks he's from Jamaica up first we have David Dickinson thank you, thank you you can do whatever Matt oh you can, good reception but I'll take it, I'll take it well done David, good start, thanks David no problem, David. I'll do your interview. So, David, I see you've got your new book out. David Dickinson, 
the real deal. Now, what in the Dickinson is this book about? Now I'm going to stop you right there, Lorraine. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there. Now this book that you've got in front of you looks lovely. It's a, a lovely, a lovely, a lovely, a lovely, a lovely book. Now where did you find this book, eh? In your attic, or has it been in your family for generations? No, you brought it in with you, David. You brought it in yourself. I know, David. play along, play along. Come on, David. Come on, David. Now, what year do you think this book has come from? Well, again, David, it says it on the back. It says, it says 2020. Come on, David. Come on. Okay, uh, uh, right. Uh, now, how much do you think this book will go? I, I, I don't know, David. Eight pounds? Scottish pounds! You get four times that at auction. Now, this book is absolutely priceless, Lorraine. Priceless. Some of the stuff that you can learn from this book. Chiquita is unbelievable. So, how much does this book cost? Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Right. Oh, that's a pound. Oh, another two pound. Yeah, can oh, you, a can you hurry up a bit, David, please? Oh, another pound. A fifty. We've got a case. Two twenties. A five. Two twos. Two two. Nine ninety nine. Nine ninety. Nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. Okay. Uh, so. So. I'm gonna stop it right there, Lorraine. I'm gonna stop it right there. I'm gonna stop it right there. Now, what do you think, Lorraine? That that offer of nine ninety nine. Is good enough. Because I, David Dickinson, David Dickinson, I think that we can do just a little bit better than that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, no. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh. Okay, uh, I've just been told we can't. We can't do better than that. That, that is the price. Nine, $9.99. $9.99. Oh, you're losing them, David. You're losing them. Stop talking. You're talking to yourself. That's why, David. Stop talking to yourself. We'll take your medication then, David. Oh, you shouldn't make jokes about it, David. I'm sorry, David. They're looking at you, David. Uh, David Dickinson's new book. David Dickinson's new book. David Dickinson's new book about me. David Dickinson. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I'll duck out. I'll duck out. I'll duck out. David Dickinson there. David. Thank you, David. And now, I'd like to welcome onto the show, he's a real cheeky monkey, that's Maurice the Orangutan! Oh, wee kitty. Now Maurice, you're here to talk about your essay, and it's called Monkey Business, the shocking truth of hallucinogenic bananas in Wall Street. But first I want to ask you a wee question. How did you become such a wee kitty pie. Oh, he's such a wee kitty pie. He's a wee kitty. Ah, shit. Fucking bat me, the fucking stupid monkey bastard. I fucking end you, fucking kill you, mate. I fucking end you, you wee shit bastard, fucking cunt face twat. Turn the fucking camera off, you shit. The Lorraine Kelly Show. The Lorraine Kelly Show. The Lorraine Kelly Show. Wouldn't you like to know if your toaster's trying to kill ye? Your toaster's trying to kill you.
Okay, here we go. Here we go. Fair. Care. Share. And seize the means of production. Thank you, comrades. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Soviet Steve there. Soviet Steve. Okay, up next, we've got a new act called uh, Closed Off Colin. Here you go, Colin. I told Look, you Colin. to tell him my name. Well, we've got it written on the poster. You what, mate? Nothing, nothing. Right, is it? Keep on walking. Keep on walking. Who am I? Who am I? I'm none of your business. Right, that's who I am. Some of you might have heard about me. What have you heard? What have you, what have you heard about me, eh? What have you heard? What's this guy got that I haven't got, eh? I don't know, Mike. He's just mysterious. I can be mysterious. Mysterious Mike. I could learn magic! No, it's not that. It's more like... He's so dangerous. Dangerous? I, I can be dangerous. Would you like another drink, Michael? No, thanks. I'm driving. It's just a Coke. I know, but you know, sometimes I can get a bit gassy. I'm okay with one or two usually, you know. Actually, I'm okay with most fizzy drinks up to a point. I can usually have a couple of cans without feeling any of the adverse effects. Uh, I'm okay with Coke, Diet Coke, Coke Zero, Pepsi, Diet Pepsi. But not, pe not funnily enough, not Pepsi Max. Sometimes it just goes down the wrong way. You know, and I'll be up all night, you see. My doctor says there's nothing to worry about and I should stop calling late at night. But I think there's nothing more important than your own health, you know. Um, I've actually got a transcript of the, on my phone of the appointment if you if you want to hear it. I'm, I'm okay, mate. Well, it'll be available online anyway if you want to look it up um, later. I, I keep it in my wallet, a list of old oh, things mate. You know, that I'd rather not drink. And I'll, I'll, I've got some mild allergies, you know, not that. Um, oh. They were there to read it in a situation. Are you sure I can't interest you in a drink, Mike? Oh, go on then, you've convinced me. I'll have a tonic. Coming up. Tonic, eh? So you can be dangerous, Mike. Later that evening. Hello, Doctor. What is it this time, Mike? It's happened again, Doc. Oh, for goodness sake, Michael, go to sleep. Don't call here again. Oh, no. Nothing quite beats the good old-fashioned cup of PG tips. Isn't that right, Maurice? Clink. Fucking hell. Fuck, did you switch the salt and the sugar again? Fuck. Fucking bastard. Monkey. PG tips. It's alright, I guess. There's nothing else in. Gluten-free Galadis Part 2 
This is the story of Gladys, a story that's filled with sadness, for when she had gluten, she couldn't stop tooting, sending poor Gladys to madness. What's going on here? Well, I was just Who telling about Gladys. How did you get? I'm a friendly leper. Get out of my house. Get out. Get out. Get, get, what are you here to spread joy and magic? Get off me. Go. Oh, get off me. No. Ah. Don't ever come back. I won't. I won't. Stupid leprechauns. Anyway. Where were we? Part two. The incident in the alleyway had shook Gladys to her very core. For the next few weeks, she struggled to come to terms with the traumatising events of that day. She couldn't sleep, she couldn't eat, she couldn't think. She knew which way she was going. She'd been here before. Being a celiac, she obviously had no friends and was completely shunned by all of society. There was no one to talk to. She had tried every conceivable way to make herself feel better. Alcohol, drugs, speed chess, club penguin, all useless. Nothing. Nothing could satisfy her deepest desire. She couldn't admit to herself what she already knew. Her deepest desire was for gluten. She stood outside the gates of Gluten Town, and everything looked just as it had years ago. Time stood still here, she knew that all too well. A shudder went through her as she opened the gate. She heard shrill screams crying out in the distance, calling her. She stepped inside. Inside was derelict, all the shops and houses boarded up with wooden planks. Empty mattresses and syringes littering the street. A huddled man, half dead in a pool of his own piss, the only sign of life. Gladys? Gladys, is that you? I didn't think I'd ever see you back here again. It is a sad day. Sad day indeed. Gladys kept on and turned the corner. There she saw it. The Loaf and Crown. Her local from a past life, still standing amongst the ruins. Every other building on the street had been destroyed, but somehow this looked as new as it had all those years ago. She went inside, entering the place to which she had sworn that she would never return. No one seemed to notice her. They were all too high, no doubt. She saw young people throwing their lives away, and old people who had already thrown away theirs. She recognised one of the old men. He must be in his eighties, she thought. Although how she came to this conclusion, she wasn't sure. She'd seen people age a hundred years in a single night in this place. There was a time in her life, she thought, when she would see this man every day. Although she'd never thought to ask his name. Her thoughts were interrupted by the barwoman of aggressively neutral race, asking her what drink she wanted. What happened to Eddie? Goddess asked, innocently enough. Eddie hasn't worked here for a long time, sweetheart, came the reply. A long time, she sighed. There was no doubt in her mind where Eddie was. Another soul lost from another gluten overdose. 
That was the way it went down in Gluten Town. Here you go, sweetie. Just as she lifted her glass to her mouth for the first taste in gluten in over three years, it was suddenly knocked out of her hand and onto the floor, uh. smashing the glass and spilling the gluten everywhere. Hey, I was drinking that, she shouted angrily. Didn't you know you should never get in between a gluten addict and their fix? No, came the reply in a familiar tone. She recognised that voice. I recognise that voice. Her suspicions were confirmed as she turned around to face the masked man. For the second time, there was a short-lived, intense eye contact between them, but this time it was different. She thought she could see a tear in his eye. With a swift sweep of his cape, he awayed through the back door. She chased him outside, but to no avail. He was gone. End of part two. Poetry Maurice, why is there feces all over my poem? What do you mean it's not yours? It's, it's obviously yours. You shat on it. Literally and metaphorically. I was going to enter that in the Youth Arts Festival. I've got on over 12s. You know what, you are unbelievable. You. You're unbelievable. Alright, fine, fine. Okay, wait, wait, I'll read yours out. It's probably about bananas or, you know, shitting in public places like it normally is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Right. It's called From Tree to Tree by Maurice the Orangutan. They took me when I was a child. Destroyed my true home in the wild. Where I would swing from tree to tree when I was young and when I was free. Next, I woke up in a cage. Cursed with passion, but blessed with rage. Yet forced to live my life alone. In this house that's not my home. And you'll move on, and you'll forget. Living under house arrest. But for one moment, the world did see what it feels like to be me. Maurice made that was shit, yeah. That was really shit. That <laughs> was really shit. <laughs> have a banana, have all, the, have all the bananas you want, Maurice. I'm so, I'm so sorry, Maurice. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs>